today's your lucky day because you did win. Greatest appreciated citizen. I drew you a certificate because I can't use the printer. Oh, and here's a funnel cake that you could have for dinner. I came here today to make your dreams come true. But mostly to let you know that I love you. I love you. Oh, today I'm so happy to have a new Beverly's Beloved. Today I'm here to celebrate the greatest appreciated citizen of today. I've got with me Miss Matilda. Matilda, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, Beverly, I would be delighted to introduce myself. My name is Matilda Mulberry, and I am the librarian at Colonel High School. Oh, and we are so tickled. Thank you so much for that really, really good work that you do because I know high schoolers are rude and trying to smoke cigarettes in the library and all this. So what you do is very important and you probably even read a bunch and do books and stuff. So that's why you greatest appreciate it today. Thank you so much, Beverly. And, you know, it. I, I do really appreciate the recognition because, as I think you know, our schools are historically very underfunded. Yes, thank you for noticing. The city council, we did that, so thank you for noticing. Yes, yes. Well, we have no, almost no money, so I have had to use my own pocket change to bring some life into the high school, but I have been doing it for many years. I just save my pennies, and I say each week, I look at myself in the mirror, and I say, Matilda, I'm going to take one dollar out of my paycheck, and I am going to use it to buy something. And sometimes it's something we need, and sometimes it's just something Matilda wants. Yeah, well, I I know about buying stuff for what Beverly wants. I do not like buying stuff for the high school because I don't go there. Unless it was like a plaque that said, Beverly Lee's the best in the world, I'd buy that for the high school. What do you buy for the high school? Well, sometimes... I buy confetti. Confetti? Celebration confetti? Yes, I love confetti. And I've been told that I'm not allowed to bring any more sparkles onto the premises. No, who said that? Um, the principal, Edwards. He is not supposed to ever limit sparkles. That's what I thought. I thought it was somewhere in the bylines, and maybe you can confirm that. I'm sure it is, because I love sparkles. I also love sparkles, Beverly. And the you know who else loves sparkles is underachieving children. Yes, my children loved sparkles and they're not very bright, but the sparkles are bright. Oh, I remember your babies. Yeah, you do. Were they good I babies? Think, um, I would say they were difficult at best. Oh, yeah, that's how I describe them. Difficult at best. Yeah, but they got bigger and then they're out of high school. Yes, that was a that was a, a nice day when they graduated and stopped turning the library into a place where they could just have their parties. Oh uh, yeah, well that's because I told them that they weren't allowed to make um a ruckus at my house. Oh, uh, well, it's called racketing. Uh, and they would be making a racket at my house and I'd say 
I'm going, we'll beat you unless one of you, if you don't get out of here. And then they'd apparently go to the high school. So I'm sorry, kind of, sort of, but not super sorry because it made my life easier. Well, you know, that's okay. And I'm not a mother of of biological kids. I do refer to my high schoolers as my adopted kids because I love them so much. Um, but, you know, I don't know the struggles. Yeah, the main hard part about being a biological parent versus adoption parent is that you have to push them out your body. That's the difference of biological, and I did that. Yeah, sometimes you have to push other stuff out of your body, but I've been told that's not something I'm supposed to talk about on television anymore. Oh, oh, t- oh, television. I'm being televised today. I'm pretty sure. That's why I wore this 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 scarf. Don't you like my scarf? It's I, my television I scarf. I love your scarf. Thank and you. I'm so glad that I wore my sparkliest blazer. You look like a firecracker. It's awesome. Never. Matilda, you look so cool. Thank you so much. Don't take this the wrong way, but you look way too cool to be alive. Librarian. Well, I get that a lot, funny enough, and it's it's an interesting thing because I never intended to be the librarian. Oh, how'd you get into it? I figured you just liked books and, and other periodicals. No, so I never liked reading. Me neither. It's hard. It's hard, and it takes a lot of time. It does. Do you know how long it takes to watch a TV show? Yeah. 10 to 30 minutes. Yes, maybe an hour at most. Do you know how long it takes to read a book from beginning till end? Yeah, it could be hours, could be years. I Yeah, I have yet to really do it successfully, so and I'm not going to say how old I am, but I'm old, so it takes a bunch of old years. It does, and that is why I didn't like reading as much. I did not like books, but I used to go into the library. So I graduated from Colonel High School many, many years ago. And I used to go into the library. I was evicted out of my home um, for reasons that were not my fault. But um, I could not uh, go there anymore. So I would just sit in the library. And then one day, Principal Edwards, he approached me. And he he gave me a stack of books. And he said, uh, Librarian Matilda, could you please put these back? And I looked at him and I said, Sure. Oh, wow. So you were homeless? I was. I'm really sad to hear that. If you, you could have told me and you could have stayed at my house. I appreciate that so much. I had a bunch of people offering to take me in, but I'm I'm a woman of independence, and I really enjoyed the library. It had wooden panel chairs that I could sit in and just enjoy my quietude, and I didn't have to pay anybody to be there, so... I could save my money, and it was a good experience. So, but I was an accidental librarian. Well, I guess that's probably the best type of librarian is an accidental one because an on purpose one, you would be like that girl from Beauty and the Beast, and you'd get sent away to live with a monster. So I'm so glad, but I am confused that you picked library over staying with one of your friends or like me, but. I guess I'll never understand the mysteries of the world. Yeah, well, and I will say, too, I have a very particular sense of smell. Uh-oh, because I know I don't smell good. You would not have liked living at my house. I'm 
very, very picky about scents. And because the library smelled like old books, that was the scent that drew me the most. So I don't live there anymore. I just work there. And I live with my husband, who I've been married to for about 25 years almost. And we live in a nice little apartment down in the square. And I am just the the little librarian there. Well, I'm so happy that you found yourself a man because I kind of figured if you were a homeless lady living in the library, you probably didn't get a boyfriend very easy. But that's rude of me to judge because I it's just because I'm jealous that I don't have a boyfriend. Yeah, you would think that would make it harder, but it actually made me a man magnet. Wait, what made you a man magnet? Being home, homeless in the library? Yes. Okay, so if I get evicted from my house or somehow get kicked out and then I go live at the library, I'm going to get a boyfriend? Guaranteed. Oh my gosh, Matilda, I can't believe I hadn't come to see you sooner because I've been trying so hard to date and it turns out all I had to do was go to the library. Do I have to read? You may have to read because as it turns out, that is something that people like to see. A male suitor does like to see that. I've Wait, heard. you're kidding. Boys kidding. like it if you know how to read. They do. Oh, I was under the impression that they didn't want me to know how to do but much but cook or clean, but Frankly, I don't know how to cook or clean, but I know how to read. I just don't show it because I don't want the boy. You know, I'm looking for a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, you come on down to the library, and I've got a special section where I teach women how I've done it. And that was my special thing was that I said um, my husband, Marvin, he would come into the, to the school library because it also serves as the community library. I know. Yeah. Because we. why do you need to? Right, you know? right. You need <laughs> How one. many books are there? Just like five or maybe a hundred books. A most. Hundred, yeah. It's about a hundred. And so he would come in and he would sit with me and he would bring me some mayonnaise for my sandwich. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, because I, you know, I go head over heels for an egg salad. And oh. you know, you got to put a little bit of extra mayo on an egg salad because there's not enough in with them, you know, well, it depends on how you make it, but I always like a little extra. Wait, what are you reading? What's the book that got Marvin to say, oh, that lady is my wife because I need a husband. Now, I've been saying boyfriend because I don't want any man to feel pressure, but ultimately what I want is a husband. Okay. Okay. What do you read for husbands? Well, for husbands, I'd say something very general because you don't know how it's going to impact how they see you. So what I did was I just started reading the Britannica Encyclopedia. Oh, but that's a really big book, Matilda. That's one of the biggest books they have there. It is. It is. But it's important that you stay general because you need to really project that you are open. It's a psychological comment that goes through the air and hits the other person and it says I'm open to anything that's that is the magic of the Britannica okay I hear you but that book is so big and so heavy and if if what I want is to tell boys I'm open for anything can't I just write that on a t-shirt or make a hat that says it and doesn't that do the same thing then I don't have to read well I think that you 
could do that. But I think with the books, you know, it, it, it sends, I'm saying the psychological message versus if you're wearing it, it's not as, it's not as coherent of a message. But when you're sitting down and you're with a book that says someone, oh, I want that person. Okay. Well, I'll try it, but forgive me, but I'm skeptical because uh, if I saw a boy reading the biggest book at the library, I would say, well, one, I'd say he's strong because he picked up that really big book. But two, I'd say, oh, I'm already bored because I don't want to know about all the stuff in the book. I just want to talk about you know, my my shows and stuff, yeah. my programs. Well, here's where the confetti would come in. Wait, the confetti's part of the boyfriend? It's part of the boyfriend. What yeah. happens? So because you you need to counteract the message maybe that you might be a little bit boring with a party. So you want to put confetti around you so it looks like you've had a party. And that is another, I think they call it subliminal message. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Matilda, I'm back on board because that sounds awesome because I do think that I'm a party. And anywhere I go is a party. So I just need to carry around confetti with me and always have it around me. And everybody will know I'm constantly a party. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But keep in mind, Principal Edwards has banned it from the school. So I need some help getting around that. Okay. Well, listen here, Matilda, because I brought you your certificate that says you most greatest appreciated, and I brought you your funnel cake, but I also am here to make a dream come true. And I know your dream isn't to get me a husband, even though it would be so cute if it was, but I think that maybe is your dream to get confetti, or what is your dream? Because I can't be doing a hundred dreams, but maybe I could do confetti, permission, and another dream. Oh, Oh, confetti permission. I love that. So I can pick anything? You can pick anything. Have you ever had a dream before? Like a a wish? I've had them. Yeah? Well, what's one of them? I'm here to make it come true because I'm like your fairy godmother, Beverly Lily Anderson, the maker of dreams come true. Oh, oh. Oh, well, you saying fairy godmother made me think... Okay, so, you know, the students, they have a a big party, and it has confetti, so this could be part of it, too. Oh, well. Yes, and it's called the homecoming. Oh, I know. That's the fall dance. It's so fun, the homecoming dance. Yes. So fun. Yes. Now, every year, they choose royalty. They do. There's a king and a queen of the dance. That's right. Homecoming queen and king. I have been noticing that the people who are in the homecoming queen and king, they become very popular and very well liked. That's, that is correct. I would know because, um, I keep tabs on who it is and, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but Luke Sanderson, you are looking good for, for this year. I, I think he's going to be king. Well, that just makes my wish doubly exciting because I do love Luke and I had a little crush. Don't tell my husband. Oh, I won't tell him. I won't tell anybody. This is top secret. This is a secret. Yes, top secret. I have seen Luke, 
And I have a, a little bit of a crush on him. Oh, we all do. He is so, such a good-looking young man. He is, and so charming. So charming. And delightful. Yes, And yes. have you tasted his Boston cream pies? Oh, um, I have not. I did not. I was not aware that he could cook, but um, I've never once in my entire life said no to a Boston cream pie or really any type of pie or any type of donut, but I have said no to other things from Boston, but like clam chowder because that sounds gross but um anyway luke luke he is just the pride and joy of the you're the greatest appreciated today i don't want to take away from that matilda but luke is kind of like greatest appreciated all the time but he doesn't get a certificate for oh well i feel honored that it's me today and hearing that luke is homecoming king I was thinking, Beverly, my wish is to be homecoming queen. Oh, Matilda, I can make your dream come true. You can? Yes, I just have to think for a second, because it's unconventional for one of the um, people who works at the school to be the queen. So you want to be queen. Okay. I do, do. and I'd like to... To wear a, a dress, a beautiful ball gown. Oh. And have a tiara, like a real tiara. Tell me about your most magical dress. What does it look like? Okay, in my mind, my magical dress would be something that has like multiple hoops on it. You know how they do the big hoops? Hula hoops, yes. yes. And... I think it would be maybe have some snacks on it because... What? Yeah. Whoa, Matilda, you are blowing my mind. This dream is awesome. Tell me more. The game Candyland? Yes, I I know about Candyland, but there's not real candy in Candyland. Yeah, I want to be a real-life Candyland with candies all over me because what's what makes you more popular than having candies on your dress? I don't know. That's the most brilliant thing I have ever heard in my entire life. That's what I want. You know where they got candies? At the my grandma's house, but she's not alive anymore. Well, uh, let me introduce you to your new best friend, Matilda, because this is my best friend at the government. Uh-huh. It's the vending machine. Oh, I do love the vending machine. Yes. Beverly, you've got a lot of change. Yes. <sighs> I find this all over the town. There's a rhyme that I've learned. It's kind of a poem called, Find a penny, pick it up. All the days, forever, you're going to have good luck. So I'm always getting changed. And whenever I get money, I go to the bank and I have them turn it into coins. Or pennies is the is the main type of coin I like because that's the lucky kind. So anyway, we, we're going to get all the candy out of here for your dress. Okay. So I just keep putting quarters in. You keep pushing okay. the buttons. Okay. While we're getting our candy, tell me, why is it so important to you to be the homecoming queen and become popular? Aren't you a grown-up? I am a grown-up. And for me, I just, when I was a kid, I was, I was the quiet one and I didn't have a big group of friends. And now that I'm older, I'm looking back on my life and I see a lot of regrets. And I think being homecoming queen would really fulfill something in me that I've wanted for a long time. 
And especially if I can have that over a kid, I think it would do some good for my self-esteem. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want you to know that you've got lots of friends, though. Everybody loves you, Matilda. That's how you got one. You became Beverly's beloved. Oh. Well, so I, I'm happy to make you a snack outfit, but I don't want you to think it's the only way that you're going to make friends. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think that that makes sense. But I just, I still see myself. I see it as a vision for for me is to be standing on that football field or the baseball diamond or wherever they hold it this year and to be crowned because with the way those kids cheer for their homecoming king and queen yeah it's it would be an honor and i've heard too that as part of that duty you get to make a lot of choices within the school oh really you become oh well i guess you're the queen of the kingdom that makes sense okay yeah they let you do whatever you want and i would like to be able to do whatever i would like yeah i think that's great Will, you got all this candy. Can you carry it all? Yep, I've got it. Okay, I'll put a couple in my pocketbook, and if we forget about them, that's too bad. Okay, all right. Here we go. Okay. So we're going to tape it, glue it? Yeah. Here, I got all these hula hoops. Is four hula hoops enough for you? That's more than plenty, and luckily I wore my skirt today, so we can just pull it We'll just under. tape. Yep. Okay. Here's the tape. I think this is more of more than anything. It's a service to the town because who wouldn't want to have a snack dress walking by them in the middle of the day? I think that's smart, Matilda. And I'd like to challenge you to broaden your dream. Look, I'm in full support of you getting hollered at by all the kids on the football field for being homecoming queen, but you could just create snack dresses and you already got a bunch of friends, and I'll applaud for you. I think that that is a remarkable idea, and I would like to change my dream, my wish. You don't have to change it. I still make you homecoming queen. Oh, so it's both? I get both? Yeah, and we're going to do the confetti permissions. Okay. Oh, so three dreams. Oh, Oh, I'm like a genie. Have you seen that movie, Aladdin? Oh, yeah, I love love that that movie. It is so good. Little Sebastian and Flounder. No, that's... The mermaid one. Right. Well, I know Aladdin's got genies. It does have a genie. And I am so excited to get three full wishes. But I think a snack, I think a snack dress is something that this town could really benefit from. I do too, Matilda. And that's why you are extra, extra super deserved of the um greatest appreciated citizen prize. Thank you. Okay, so that's Okay, most of the snacks, I'm just going to taste test. Mmm, that's a good dress. Yeah. Good job dress. Um, and we can even put chips like Doritos. <gasps> cool Doritos. Ranch Doritos. Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch. Oh, man. Good what about idea. the cheesy kind? Cheetos. We can do Cheetos. And oh, Cheetos? Fire Cheetos. Yeah. Oh, wow, Matilda. I love Cheetos. Me too. That's I got in trouble again with Principal Edwards because I love Cheetos and I eat them 
at the library, and then well, of like, course. the little cheesy dust all over the books. Well, that's how you know it's a good book. Yeah. I would never read a book if it didn't have Cheeto dust on it because I'd say nobody's ever read this book. Yes. So not that I'm trying to go on reading except for Finding a Man, but if I did, I would choose based on Cheeto dust. It's like when you go to a fancy wine store. You don't know which fancy wine is good. You look for the Cheeto dust. That means somebody with good taste, right. touched it. Exactly. That's exactly right. It just means somebody loved this book so much that they were reading it with cheetah fingers. Yep, exactly. Okay, you look awesome. Uh, now let's get you to the football field. Wait, okay. we got to put sparkles on your crown. Oh, yes. Okay, here, you pick out which Burger King crown okay. looks best to you. Uh, well, I like the one with the pointed... Top. All right, yeah. we'll do this one. Okay. Okay, did you bring your own glitter sticks or you want to borrow mine? I always have them with me. Oh, I, I've got a glitter stick in my pocket. Hold on. Oh, good. Okay. okay. I'm going to use pink glitter. Okay. <sighs> so you didn't feel like a princess when you got married? No, we, we did an elopement. Yeah, we went straight to Vegas and we didn't tell anybody. And we got married, and Elvis Presley married us. Wow. I've never heard of that before, but I do know Vegas. I love Vegas because, you know, I'm a gambler at my heart and my brain and my toes. All all bits of me is gambling. But you knew Elvis personally, personally. and you still feel like you don't have— If you were friends with Elvis and he married you, then you don't need all these high school friends. You got awesome friends. I would kill to be friends with Elvis. That's true. And Elvis did—I got his number— and yes, this is a true story. After we were married, I went up to him because I'm a big Elvis fan. And I said, Elvis, would you put your number in my razor pink phone? Yeah. Remember the razor phone? I don't, but I know that this must have been quite a time ago because I think Elvis died. I don't know if you heard, but I think what? he might have passed. I don't know for sure. I no. should have been. I, let me check because I would hate to tell you and you would know better than anybody. Maybe he's not no, dead. I, I should Sorry. Know. I take that back. Well, that would explain because every time I, I wonder if he died right after he gave me his phone number because every time I wrote to him, he said it said number is invalid. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking he probably died right after that because I couldn't explain why it wasn't, I couldn't get through to him. Yeah. And it's not like Elvis to give somebody a wrong telephone number. You know, I, I, I don't know for sure he's passed. I, forgive me for saying that. I, it's important that I fact check, I'm told, and I don't know how to do that. So I probably should have just keep my mouth shut. Well, if he hears I'm a homecoming queen, which it seems like <gasps> I will be. Yes. Oh, he'll come. Matilda, that's brilliant. Okay, you look like a million bucks. I think this crown looks pretty good. What do you think? I think I, I did my it. best with my glitter stick. Well, here's the good thing about this plan is that nobody is going to vote because basically I'm just going to walk in with the crown yeah. and they'll say you're the queen and I don't need any votes. Well, I figured we were walking on the way to the football field. I thought we were going to go there now. I'm going to take your picture, yeah. and I'm going to holler for you, and you look amazing. Matilda, I've never seen any. You are oh. a vision, as they say. Oh. 
I feel so beautiful. And I love that this gown is covered in Skittles and M&M's and Jolly Ranchers. And I do feel like a character right out of the candy land. Yes. Well, I'm glad you do because um, you look amazing. And, um, okay, now pose the way you would for Elvis. Okay. Okay. I've got my leg out straight. Yeah, point your toes. And my eyes are looking towards God. Oh, yes. Okay. Wow. Okay, work it, work it, work it. That's what they say in the photograph world. So do do another one. Work okay. it, work it, work it. Oh. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Look at you, look at you. Oh, wow, these are going to be great. Okay. Okay. Okay, so now we are going to send these over to Elvis. Oh, Oh, Beverly. Okay. I, you know how to work your phone? Because I I, their pictures are in there somehow. You got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Now you can send the picture to Elvis. Okay. I'm ready. Send. Okay. Well, if he's dead, we'll probably know soon. If he's alive, we'll also probably know soon. So... Um, It made a sound. What's the oh. sound mean? Oh, oh! It says, it's, it says, thank you for your inquiry into Bob's, <gasps> but Bayside Barnacle Shop. Please contact us uh, during our business hours. Do you know what that means, Matilda? What? Elvis is alive. Oh, my God. And he's at Bob's Barnacle Shop. Wow. Wait, where was it? What did it say? Bayside, Bayside, Bayside. Where is that? Uh, it's got to be, well, there's only bays in California. It's oh. got to be California. Well, that would make sense because he was in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, you got there. Oh, my gosh, Matilda, this is the most exciting news. Do you think your husband would be sad if you left him to go find Elvis in California? I think he would be sad, but I do think because Elvis married us, he understands that there's a significance and the world works in mysterious ways. It does. God is telling you that you secretly got married to Elvis when you thought you got married to Marvin. It was a switcheroo. Oh, my goodness. Beverly, you see what you've done for me? Oh, my gosh, I've changed the whole world by bringing Elvis back to life. Wow. I didn't know that by sharing my wish with you that I would suddenly realize I've been married to Elvis this whole time. You have been. Okay, well, look, I don't drive that well or that often, so you can take my car. Do you know which way to California? I do. Okay, I think you got to go the opposite way from Butts County. Okay. And then go all the way Down until you get to Bob's Barnacles of Bayside. Okay. Wait, did it tell you? What else did it tell you? It said it's, I need to call back during business hours, so it must be closed, which I don't know when they would open because it's Monday and it's 2 p.m., so that's a business hour. But it's different time in California, That's so true. it's probably still Sunday Saturday, right. or Saturday. Yeah, but I hope Elvis would be open on Saturday because that's one of the party days. That's what I would think, and he does know how to throw a good party. You know what? Elvis must be always surrounded by confetti. I think he is. 
But look at you now. You're surrounded by snacks. They're, snacks are like God's confetti. They're the biggest, best confetti that ever was. They are. And Elvis is going to like me even more now that I can show up in my candy dress. He is. This has just been a treat. An absolute treat. Okay, well, buckle up tight and, and send me a postcard from California. Bye, Matilda. Bye. Beverly's Beloveds is a WQNL production in association with the City Council of Colonel, Georgia. Today's guest was played by Sarah Sutherland. Please be sure to like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Colonel to nominate your own Beverly's Beloved's Most Appreciated Citizen. Thank you.